1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Redmen TV and this is your match preview show. My name is Dan Club, I'm joined I'm delighted to say by Jay Pearson and Cy Cole and we're here to look ahead to Liverpool welcoming Aston Villa to Anfield on Sunday afternoon. Of course we're recording today on a Thursday because it's transfer deadline day tomorrow. We're obviously ahead of Jürgen Klopp's press conference but we're going to give it our best shot when it comes to team news what Aston Villa may bring and how the game may pan out. Feel free to get involved on YouTube, I can see a few you're doing that already I'll bring some chats up as we go along but yeah let's have a good old chat about it how are we fellas anyway okay pretty good of thanks course. mate yeah. nice one. Yeah, thanks for joining yeah. me Um yeah team news wise then Jay I'll come to you first we'll start with the defence obviously Ibu Canati missed the last game I think he's pretty much nailed on to miss this game as well Virgil van Dijk as we know is suspended for at least this game that could well stretch over to international break as well it could be the Wolves game yeah. what does that mean when it comes to defence is it as straightforward as Joe Gomez and Joel Matip or is the uh, Adriel Quanta to be thrown into the mix. What do you think? Is it just a dead easy selection?
2: I think it's a dead easy selection, mate. I think uh, it's Gomez and Matip. I mm-hmm. think we don't have the luxury of swapping and changing like we would wish we have. Um, but I don't, you know, to be honest, against Newcastle, neither of them did themselves any harm. You know, I thought both Matip and Gomez were were, were pretty decent against uh, against Newcastle. Uh, Gomez especially, mm-hmm. um, especially with all the scrutiny he's under, mate. So for me, it's, uh, it's, it's a no-brainer with those two.
1: No, I agree. Yeah, and Mav D in the comment says, Not looking forward to seeing Watkins, DRB, Leon Bailey, Matty Cash running at our defence, to be honest. But I have to be confident at home. Would like to see 11 employees on the pitch by the end. So, yeah, that would be a treat. It's a good it's yeah. a good
2: comment, though, because Aston Villa are scoring goals. They're yeah. fun at the minute. They are playing really, really well. Yeah, and they're a threat. And- I'm worried. I'd be worried if Van Dyke was playing. And that's not a slight on Van Dijk, it's just the way our defence is at the minute. Mm. And the way Aston Villa are. I'd be worried mm. whoever's playing.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. We may absolutely and We'll touch on Villa and what they're going to bring to the party because I absolutely... Since I am everyone in there, they've been a revelation. There's no two ways about that. Um, Cy on the midfield then, is it a straightforward... Jason, is obviously quite a straightforward selection. It's not really a headache for and because of the defenders he has and hasn't got available. Looks like there'll still be no Tiago, I'd imagine. Probably still no Pechettic. Possibly a Curtis Jones back into the mix. Do they come into your thinking at all? Or is it a straightforward Endo mcallister to Bosley?
0: Yeah, I, I think you just go who started last you know, last weekend. Mm. Uh, certainly in midfield anyway. Yeah. Um yeah, I can't uh, I mean Endo had a sort of a quietish mm. game, but I mean um yeah, I I'd just start the same. So yeah. I, I can't see I can't see anyone breaking in and, you know, in mixing it
1: up. No. Not
0: not to begin with anyway. I mean, you know, there's wait till 60 minutes or whatever and uh, yeah maybe curtis does come in but yeah. you know yeah I, I can't see him changing it
1: can you make a case jay for anyone I'm sort of breaking into that let's say for instance that Thiago has trained for two or three days this week and he is sort mm. of ready to go and he is possible that he could play an amount of minutes 60 70 whatever it may be is there a case for starting him in this or would you go endo again
2: there's definitely a case because it's at home yeah um Otherwise, probably not, because obviously the lack of game time that Thiago's actually have. But you know, I, I've always said this that um, Thiago's like you know, like a Vienna in your freezer. It's a luxury, so put him in if you can. You know, but at home it, it'd be be a no brainer. But again, stability wise, how the team's been playing against Newcastle last week, um, I would just I agree with. You, I just keep it keep it the same.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I want to have a good old conversation about the attacking lineup, but I'll leave that till just a little bit later. In terms of the pull, um, Lamney Dan says in the chat as well, he says Emery will definitely have a plan for us, and I agree with him, because that's one of Emery's greatest strengths, in my opinion, the fact he does, it's horses for courses a lot of the time with him, and he's we've he caused a shock before, with the Villarreal side, obviously went there, and for a bit, a like they were going to, do a massive overturn of fortunes and, and do us in that game. And Emery, I, I worry about Emery, I worry about Aston Villa, generally, to be honest with you. But Sadie John as well says that you and Emery would definitely be licking his lips on Trent's flank. And again, absolutely agreed. <laughs> um, not quite sure what that means. I hope it's not a euphemism. But, um, and Rob wow, Wilson says, tough game. The RB will be a handful, no doubt. And just on that, before we come on to sort of how the game may go and Villa more more focusedly, but what do you think Klopp will be thinking for this one side? Do you think he'll be thinking... Let's try and play our box formation. Let's try and do what we're doing with our new system. Or will he revert to type, given the plays we've got missing? We mentioned Van Dyke, we mentioned Canate. Yeah, no. And will he go a bit more solid 433
0: I'd like to think so to start with, anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, we just need to get a foothold in the game, uh, avoid any <laughs> calamities, you know, that we had in the first 20 25 last week. Because um, obviously, you know, we just we can't afford another. Um, you know, to go down a goal, uh, no. go, go, go a goal down early again, yeah. Uh. you know, and then to compound that with a, you know, chasing it and, you know, um, just letting them get on top, to be honest, mm-hmm. you know I mean? Because uh, you could see that quite easily happening. You know, they, they've had a great start to the season, yeah. albeit they got hammered the first, first game of the season. Didn't yeah. they, but yeah. since then, I think they've been scored in fours and fives themselves, mm-hmm. haven't they? I mean, yeah. They play Hibs tonight as well, don't they, I think? In the end, yeah, they, they do, beat yeah. them five nil last week yeah, so best not, players there as well, can't yeah they? exactly yeah. so uh yeah um so yeah i, I I'd, I'd definitely go let's be a bit more solid to start you know mm-hmm. trent just you know hold your position a bit you know yeah. and just uh um and then just yeah sort of feel our way into the game i mean really like we did last week in the second half we just mm-hmm. kind of you know we, where we were forced into it to be honest but mm-hmm. uh we kept ourselves sort of in the game i know we're at home you know but as i say i'd, I'd like to see It was just too much of a heart attack last week, wasn't it? The whole game, really, just uh, it wasn't enjoyable. So, uh, and I know there was, you know, mitigating circumstances, but yeah, we just don't want to repeat that, really. No, I agree.
1: Yeah, and it is going to be fascinating. And I'll come to you on it as well because we've actually ended up playing a more solid 4 3 3, but that's because circumstances have dictated it. Obviously, going down to 10 men has changed the formation completely, but we haven't seen Trent going into the boxing. We all expect him to do that a lot more in terms of that box midfield. But we just haven't been able to see it because, like I say, going out to 10 men, going behind in games. And against Chelsea, we barely got a foothold in the game. We ended up like 30% possession or something like that. So... Trent can't go and dictate playing as much as you want your most creative outlet on the ball when you're not dominating games of football. That's really hard to do. So how do you see Klopp approaching this one? Given what we know about Villa, given the fact we know we are weaker than we'd like to be, do you think, like size said, do you think he will be a little bit more reserved in his approach? I think he has to be
2: because there's been, like Sai said, there's mitigating circumstances in every game. Mm-hmm. First game was away from home, was away from home mm-hmm. uh, and it's first game of the season. Second game, you have a man sent off. Yeah. So you can't play your normal game. And then we have another man sent off again. Maybe just keep getting men sent off. It's easier working, you know what I mean? (laughs) But um, I would definitely be a bit more reserved. And I think, you know, there will be a little bit of frustration uh, at Anfield on Sunday because we won't be playing our normal game. And there will be reservations given how well Villa are playing against our back four. That is a bit makeshift at the minute because we're missing Van Dijk. But I do believe in this side and I do believe that the quals that we've got going forward will just take us into our normal game I think he plays reserve for the first 20-25 let's get into the game Mm -hmm. and then we move forward with it It, you know providing we keep players on for the full 90 minutes I think we will see the uh, the way clock plays normally, and um, hopefully get the, get the three points.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I say, I think if we get an ascendancy in the game, then we might see what we want to see from us moving forward, which we haven't had a chance to do yet for no. various different reasons. Um, just on Villa, then, Jay, I'll stick with you. Um, Unai Emery, like I mentioned earlier, been a huge improvement there since he came in for Steven Gerrard, who didn't quite work out. I think it's fair to say there. Side so references the opening day defeat to Newcastle. Since then, they've hammered our mate there, uh, Everton. Um, that <laughs> that quietly as Baz walks past. Um, and they've. Uh, um, they've beaten Burnley as well, and I think what I would suggest is they've reverted to type. Because I sat over there a few weeks ago and predicted Aston Villa to have a really big season because I think sort of top mm. six finish based on what they did last year. But they've been quite smart in the market as well. Have you been impressed by them? I have.
2: Um, I mean, they're sitting a lot higher on the table than I thought they would be after the first few games. Um, but just, I think they're the second highest goal scorers in the league at the minute mm. behind Brighton. So for me. That is a a big threat, but also as a caveat to it, if you look at the game that they played against Newcastle when they were away from home against the top side like Newcastle, mm-hmm. who are, a, you know, they are officially a top four side. We're a top side. We're very very good at home. It could have quite the opposite effect, you know. So you can have a look at, you know, form on paper and the way they've been playing and all that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. this is a big big test for Aston Villa. It's a big test for us as well, yeah. obviously. But it's a big test for Villa as well. So mm. we can look into it a very complimentary. Uh, way for Aston Villa and I mean they have been brilliant since he's come in mm-hmm. but also as well we are Liverpool at the end of the day
1: Yeah absolutely we are yeah. and there's got a few people in the chat talking about our attacking weapons and sort of the mm. threat that we pose and I'll touch on that in a big way in a minute but before I do we spoke spoken about how Liverpool might approach it Si and do you think Emery, I'm, I'm fascinated by Emery's sides in general, to be honest with you. I can't shake the feeling it'll come and it'll be quite, even with our weaknesses and our frailties, I still think he'd be quite reserved in his approach. And he'll look to get men behind the ball and counter attack with the pace of Watkins, Ramsey, and RB, of course, as well. How do you see it panning out? Because looking at the chat here, a lot of people are essentially suggesting their firepower against our firepower. Let's just go for it. Red Hiker commented earlier on and brought it up. We might need three or four to win this game. Do you yeah. see it like that? Um, I mean, for starters, I
0: have not really paid an awful lot of attention to Villa at the start of the season, no. this season. Uh, we played them, to, was it the game before last of end of last season? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, was, it, was, well, it, was it, it wasn't it the game that stopped us being able to it. it was 1-1, wasn't it? Enjoy, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that kind of ended our hopes. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not even quite sure how different they look this season in terms of personnel. I mean, what... Uh, it,
1: they are being over the summer is really smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pau, Pau as well. He's likely to start yeah, for yeah, Tyrone Mings yeah. without injured. So, like they've in, they brought yeah, well as well. Yeah, yeah they yeah. have bought well. So, M- Mings is out, isn't it? Mings will be out, yeah. Mings will definitely be so out. So, that's
0: yeah. a bit of a shame, isn't it? Really? Because uh, we usually have a bit of joy against him normally. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so uh, so going back to your question, I, yeah, I mean, as I say, because I've not really paid much attention to them. Uh, start of the season. I've obviously I've noticed the score lines mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, uh, just yeah, it's it's going to be a cagey start, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I can't see them just you know throwing everything at us in the no. first five. I mean, just uh, having said that, the um, you know that's what Bournemouth mm-hmm. did, didn't they, to sort of yeah. the start of the game, and, and then they got some joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I t- mean they t- they're, they're going to fancy their chances. Course, yeah. You know, like, you know that everyone's going to have identified our you know. You know, weaknesses and stuff our, our yeah, weakness down yeah. you know down their left our right hand side so yeah. uh, I, I see a bit more of the same so that's really why I think we, at least we'll probably perhaps go a little bit more sort of cautious to start mm-hmm. with uh hard to say how they'll you know uh, I mean I hope they don't come at us it'd be nice just to have a sort of a chilled out sort of 20 minutes just to kind of get a yeah. foot hold, like I say but um yeah it's it, uh
1: it is it is he, he's, a,
0: he's, a, he's a sort of a, a slippery character isn't he Emre and he, yeah. Yeah, he, he makes me nervous to be honest because uh, he, he has had a lot of joy against us in the past which, you know, with whichever side he's been with absolutely yeah. he, so, uh, he uh, identifies he, the weaknesses in yeah, the opposition and he yeah. looks to
1: capitalise on them and that, it concerns me this game for that exact reason yeah, you're right yeah. um, how do you see Pannon how do you see People are commenting here sort of saying, people are saying that he has a deep line defence and he sort of puts men behind the ball. He does that when it's necessary. That's the problem. And he may well do that on Sunday because it mm. might be necessary against our attack. But the problem is, is because we're talking here about sort of, we've got weaknesses. We are slightly vulnerable. When teams come at us, they have joy. Bournemouth yeah, yeah. found that out first game. and. Yeah we might have identified that and gone, do you know what? I'm not going to go to Anfield and shut up shop and sort of play for the 60th minute. I'm going to have a go here. Yeah. And that for me, like side references there, would be the worst possible outcome for us.
2: Everyone we played this this season have done it already. Mm-hmm. They've all had a go. Yeah. You know, every game that I've watched so far, I've been nervous for in the first half an hour because I've watched teams come at us. Yeah. That is going to be exactly the same on Sunday. Yeah. I just i've got no doubts that they're just going to come out at us see what they can get in the first sort of 20 minutes or so and then Mm -hmm. be like right we can either carry on doing this to liverpool because they're going to struggle Mm -hmm. or they're then going to sit back because we we're going to resist and then we'll play our own game against them but that's my worry is that is that first 15 20 minutes just to see how we settle if we settle well after that first 15 20 minutes i'm quite confident getting the results Mm. but the way we've played so far and opening up every single game worries me yeah and i, I kinks the, a team like have to build a minute and a manager like that yeah bit of a problem
1: no i agree with you mate absolutely and the problem is as well there uh, if you don't start well and you don't get a foothold in the game and sort of dictate terms early doors all of a sudden what was a crowd is very much on your side I'm not saying it won't be but that gets a little bit edgy a little does. bit nervous yeah, it, it, it starts gets... to sort of resonate absolutely around the does. ground yeah, then you can tell
0: I, we shouldn't forget either that really we've brought all the problems on ourselves in the, yeah. you know, in the yeah. last, in the first few games, haven't we? So, uh, I mean, whilst Newcastle, I thought both teams started reasonably well, mm. uh, last you know, last Sunday, uh, but we didn't look like we we're in any sort of real danger. It was just, it was a purely sort of, you know, a, 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 unfortunately Trent, you know, for the second uh, week running, just kind of, yeah. you know, let the ball go and, uh, and we're in trouble and we're one down. So, mm. um, you know, it's, Say so if we can avoid making them silly errors, you know, that's uh, I, you know, the flip side is, isn't it, if they do come at us, we have got the firepower, yeah. we, we that we kind of we wouldn't mind a bit of that in a way because it means that they're kind of you know, they're leaving a bit at the back themselves. Absolutely. And so, we if, if anyone can exploit that, we certainly can because mm. we've got uh, arguably the best firepower in the in, in the league. In the yeah. league so, we're... everyone's
2: liking this to like 13 14, aren't they? Where yeah. it was like, it well, we'll just score like more that. than you because we know our defense yeah. is, is, is poor. Yeah. Mm-hmm even back then i didn't i was quite blindsided by that i didn't think that our defence was that bad you know it did not take until the following year i was like oh god we are really bad <laughs> but it's like it's like now you still know that you've got the likes of van dijk and robbo and trent who are very very good defenders and then kanate comes in and makes us better mm. um, but obviously at the minute we uh, that's a different story but I still think it will be a case of we'll just score more than you this season alone, not just against Aston Villa, which it should be by rights a very entertaining game. Mm. We're jinxing it now. It's going to end up being bloody nil-nil, isn't it? <laughs> With the amount of goals that each team scores. But yeah, yeah I think it's just the, the comment that was at the beginning, it was a clever comment. It was a case of we'll just score more than you. Yeah. Take-
0: cool fact.
2: three or four to to win the game.
1: Yeah, well, speaking of the uh, firepower Liverpool possess right now, it's time for that conversation around the nine, especially. I mean, Mohamed Salah, barring any late twists from Saudi Arabia in particular, will be on the right wing. I think we're all safe in saying, feel (laughs) free to correct me. um, Feel free to correct me. And I should also say on the midfield as well, the Gravenberg deal, if that goes through, he could well be part of the squad. But we'll touch on that in predicted lineups and stuff a little bit later. But yeah, firepower-wise, like I say, I think Salah's nailed on right wing. Left wing, I think, still remains Luis Diaz's for now. Two and two, obviously gets sacrificed last week at Newcastle, but good chance he starts this game. It's the nine role. Mm -hmm. And I've got Iggy LFC, one of our members, saying start Darwin. I've got Muckymon, another one of our members, saying Nunez should defo start. It's going to be really bad for him if he's on the bench again. And he also says Quanta can cook this season. Nigel Smith brought the comment about Villa defending very deep, but he does also say Darwin needs space to run into, which Villa will deny. Gakpo makes most sense up top. So a couple for darwin one for Gakpo, yeah uh chat sport as well says darwin going to start so let's talk about it um jay i'll come back to you first number nine um what what how much damage can you do if darwin nunez does what he did last week and i think he dropped him in at exactly the right time at newcastle last week the game had just descended into enough chaos there was no systems anymore there was no tactics everyone was a bit tired yeah and you go okay have darwin nunez perfect what does it do to his confidence if after that suddenly's on the bench again? Is that that detrimental? Has Jurgen Klopp got a choice here, does he have to start Darwin Nunes?
2: Unless he's had a conversation with him before the Newcastle mm-hmm. game and said, barring an injury, the next few games I'm going to bring on as a sub. But you prove me prove me wrong that I should be starting you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's a conversation that probably that conversation probably hasn't happened. But going back to your question, you damage the lad's confidence. Strikers thrive on confidence. That is mm-hmm. the biggest thing that we've said for decades. Yep. A striker needs confidence. The lad has earned himself a starting, starting spot by coming on, changing the game and scoring two in, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. I think it would be, if you were away from home, maybe it's a different story, but the fact that is we're playing at home and I think Nunez just deserves the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Given the opportunity, Gapco is such a talented player that he could come on at 60 minutes if it's not working out yeah. and still change the game the same way Darwin Nunez has done it. It wouldn't surprise me though if, if Gapko still gets the gets the nod because it's Klopp and he likes to not tinker a lot when it comes to the stability of the side. Mm-hmm. But I think right now with where we are this early in the season, this is where, you know, pre-season is one thing, but this is where you really start seeing your team. And that lad, the way he put those two goals away was, you know, he had a point to prove. Yeah, I agree. And I would definitely be starting down with Nunes. No disrespect to Gapco, but, you know, you've got to put the lad who's, who's confident and get him in.
1: Okay, I've reserved my judgment for just a minute. Um, sorry. Iggy LFC comes back Is in his opinion, Gakpo was underwhelming in the first three games. I tend to agree with that, and I am Cody Gakpo's biggest fan. He did play two of them games in midfield, and we were down to 10 yeah. men for a lot of it, so unfamiliar position, less men on the pitch, doesn't really help. Um, What have you made of Gakpo? And for you, is there a conversation to be had around the front three in terms of the striker, or does it have to be Darwin Nunes?
0: Um. I think Jay's just made you know really good case for starting Darwin. Uh, I mean, if he, if he didn't make a good case for himself, to be honest, you know, what I mean, you can't you know come into a game like that like he did last week and totally turn the game on its head and you know and not be rewarded with a mm-hmm. with a start. I, I do tend to think that Jurgen might well go for the. The sort of the stability thing again yeah. c- keeping hold of the ball you know sort of which Gakpo probably gives you a little bit more of
2: mm-hmm. he loves the Bobby Firmino role doesn't yeah he? I mean, he you know, and if and it, it, yeah, you
0: know it, it all comes back doesn't it to how we how we approach in this game is it more of a kind of the old sort of the old school kind of you know um four three three type of mm-hmm. approach uh just, I say, just to get ourselves comfortable in the game yeah. uh, you know it, it, and it does come down to how he's managed the situation with Darwin doesn't it you know if it, it's not just going to be well you, you'd hope it's not just kind of a he tells him sort of like on a you know saturday morning or a sunday morning you know just before the game that oh you're not starting today or you are starting mm. today it must be part of a bigger plan of, you know you know tactically how we're going to approach the games yeah. or approach the games in general so you know it's a squad game isn't it so um you know i think he's <sighs> I, I, I probably would go with starting him. I'd okay. start him just just because he's on fire, uh, and, and Gakpo is the sort of player. Like you say, you know, he, he's not um, he's not someone who can't change the game himself either. And, and yet, if we are in front, he's a good player to bring on just to kind of slow things down a bit, mm-hmm. like like Bobby Woods, yeah. you know, and just uh, you know keep hold of the ball and stuff like that. So yeah, I, let's go for it. I'd, I'd, I'd give Darwin, you know, give Darwin the nod, and um, yeah, let's, let's hope he's... Starts where he uh, left off last yeah. week. let's go know. for it. It's a fitting way yeah. of getting
1: Darwin Inners back into the team, I think. Uh, Gregory Cooper asks, if, can Darwin been the chaos if he starts. It's a very good question, um, to be honest with you. Um, Jay, we haven't really mentioned Jogo Jota in all of that as well. I think he had a decent impact when he came on last week. Mm. He's a strange one to me, Jota. Somebody else made the reference a moment ago, and he's almost unfortunate that we've got so many good attacking options, really, because he's a very good footballer. He scores a lot of goals. But does he... Is he the third best number nine we have right now, behind Gakpo and Nunes? Would you say, or is he? Oh, where is he in that peck- oh, the like? Because we haven't spoke about him. I'm no. like, like, Nunes has done what he just did. We know Jurgen Klopp loves Cody Gakpo. That's obvious. He gets mm. him in the team in, by hook or by crook. Essentially, yeah. Jogo Jota. Where is he? Sitting? It's 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 a
2: very difficult one because I think with Jota you have that instinctful striker that we've not really had since Robbie Fowler. And I love that about Jota is mm-hmm. that that's how he just sniffs a chance, mm-hmm. and that's all he needs is one little sniff and he'll put it away. But again, it's a, it's a it's a nice headache for Klopp to have. But I'm also with the reckon if if on Sunday he turns around and goes, do you know what? I'm not starting to have him, Joss is going. On. I wouldn't be complaining mm-hmm. because I love Diogo Joss. I think what he does for the team is brilliant. And again, he gets himself into those positions. Um, so it's that luxury of. I'm not bothered out of those six players which three start every week. Mm-hmm. I'm not not too bothered about it. I mean, right-hand side, it's where, you know, it never, never changes. But the other two positions, I'm not bothered. And with Jota, again, even though he hasn't scored the last, uh, you know, last week or whatever, and Nunez made more... He could start. It wouldn't bother me. No. But again, it's a nice luxury to have. And I, I hopefully with... We're having these conversations all season. It's a case of, well, he scored last week, and then he scored in midweek. What do you do? Yeah. I, bring it on! Let's have that every week. I don't want to have a conversation where you go, "Oh, we forgot about Jota we forgot about Nunes. He's not playing for six weeks. And he hasn't scored for ten mm-hmm. I can't be bothered with that. Let's just keep talking about them and, and having the headache. Yeah. I love the headache. No, I agree. The headache I don't like is a hangover. <laughs>
0: Let's keep that. I, I mean, I prefer not to have sort of pecking orders. Really, just uh, we've got to strike for the fluid. There yeah, yeah you know, just yeah. kind they of. Give a different you options, can just sort of, then. you know. Sort of pick and choose a little bit, can't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Just you know, just to mix things up a little bit. So I, I, you know, you can say that they're all sort of like first choice. It's just different game, which, games, com- which different combination you want. To
2: pick, you know, all so three we're... players are different, aren't they? So Joss will work better against that side. Mm-hmm. Nunez will be better against that side. Gap will work better against that side.
1: Just on that, and I, I want to play Devil's Advocate on that just slightly. Is there anything in saying that that one Jota, for example, is a better sub than the other one? Like Jota for me yeah. drops into, I know we've seen Darwin Nunes see what he just did last week. But Jota for me feels like when he comes on in as a sub, he just has an impact straight mm. away. Yeah. Gakpo to me less so from what we've seen so. And Bobby was actually a similar. Actually, mm. I don't think Bobby was ever a great sub forward, to be perfectly honest. Whereas Cody Gakpo is intelligence, I just love watching him as a footballer, and I think Jurgen Klopp's the same. And I've said this all week on Sunday's game. I think if Jurgen Klopp had his way, if you had a gun to his head and you said you've got to start your best eleven. On Sunday against Aston Villa, or the 11 you want to start, Cody Gakpo starts as a nine. Agreed. Despite what Darwin Nunes has just done. <laughs> That's just my hunch on it. I just don't yeah. know if, given what Darwin Nunes has just done, whether we can overlook him. I'm just not sure we can. Um, let us know in the chat what you think about your predicted 11, anyway. I'll get the lads in just a second. But yeah, there's good, loads of conversations, as you both have said, like there's loads of great conversations to have around our attack because they are nice problems. Um, but yeah, no pecking order, just let them all go and. Let them all go and score goals. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, please keep coming in with your predicted 11s. Um, I'll get yours first. Say si, what are we going to do? Um, well, the, yeah, the defence we've said already, you know. It's, itself, it,
0: yeah. it's yeah. Um Midfield, yeah. Like we said as well, I think you just same starters as last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I'd, I'd kind of like to see Nunes start yeah. just because of his impact last week. Yeah. But as we've already said, I'd be equally comfortable with whoever plays in the middle there. Uh, I think Jürgen is – if I had to put money on it, I'd go Jürgen's probably going, again, same start as last week, playing Gakpo in the middle to mm-hmm. begin with. And I hope he's – well, of course, he will have had the conversation with Darwin to say, you've got a big part to play in this. But, you yeah. know, it's uh, – uh, so I, I think it comes back to how we you know, how we started the conversation was how will we approach the game. And mm-hmm. I think we, if we're going to be a little bit sort of more, not cautious, but just kind of get a foothold in the game, mm. you want players that keep hold of the ball, you know, and Gappo perhaps gives you that a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I mean, Darwin's so unpredictable. He's not only unpredictable for them, he's also unpredictable for us, isn't he? So <laughs> you kind of, you know, whereas he, perhaps with Gappo, you know a little bit more what you're going to get. So in that respect. Jürgen I would if I had to put my money on it I'd go Jürgen probably picks Gakpo heads Darwin but yeah I, I'd love to see Darwin get a start just because I think he deserves it <laughs>
1: yeah okay I'm trying to bring up a comment before I move on to yours JJ Jay. Jay Gaskell says doesn't understand the Nunes pressing thing there have been a few people saying doesn't press as well um, and he's described him as a pressing machine I think the issue with it is to be honest Jay is the fact that I agree in terms of his, his desire and his work ethic is absolutely there to mm. go and press I think it's actually his understanding of when to go and press it's lacking a little bit and sort of the triggers and When he goes and presses, it's quite a lone ranger, and the rest of them don't go with him, which isn't exactly what you're looking for. That's my understanding of the situation. Anyway, um, Jay, your predicted 11, mate.
2: Uh, I think it's James Jones, Babel, right, Bjorn, a bit. (laughs) Sorry. Different era. It's not 1996, is it? Um, Do you know what, mate? I think the only thing that I can say, differ to is is.
1: Well, nothing to it. Same, same team. The same team when so, Nunes. Allison, Trent, Gomez, Matip, yeah. Andy Robertson, Endo, McAllister, Sabozlai, yeah. Salah, Diaz, and Gakpo. Uh, well, no, yeah. There's no conversation around Diaz a jota in there or a Gapo in I, there. No, nah, but
2: but mainly because how well Diaz has played um since since the start of the season like i said he, he scored twice already it's a mm-hmm. shame he had to get pulled last week but someone had to make that sacrifice i wouldn't have made that sacrifice with diaz because i thought he was the best player on the pitch for us at the time yeah um but no there's not there's no arguments there but again if capco started i wouldn't be bothered either because nunez will come on at some point to a rapturous <laughs> applause which again will be good for his confidence yes, but again that's another conversation that clock might have had with him Might have turned around and said, "Listen." You were so good as an impact, I want you to come on and frighten them. Mm -hmm. We're going to play our game, I'm going to play the way we play for 60 minutes and then they're going to be absolutely shattered because I'm going to run them ragged. And then if we're struggling or not, I'm going to bring you on and they're going to go, shit, here comes Darwin. We've got to deal with him now. And he'll get the biggest ovation he's had at at Liverpool. To date, like. Absolutely. So either scenario can work in our favour, but I do think he deserves a start.
1: Okay, interesting. Uh, Gregory Cooper says you can see Jota for Diaz um, playing Darwin That's on the fun. left. So Jota centrally and Darwin from the left. Yeah, the Darwin from the left thing is interesting, actually. I think we've seen glimpses of it last year. Um, mm-hmm. At times successfully, at times less. So I remember yeah. the United game, obviously the infamous United game when we did yeah. seven. Um, he was started on the left in that game and quite quickly realised that it wasn't working for him. I remember almost him stopping dead at one point, being like, I don't know what I'm doing. He didn't have an understanding of what was going on, and he swapped with GACPO, and obviously we know what happened thereafter. So, (laughs) yeah, possibly. um, Again, I think it just comes down to horses for courses a little bit, but again, great problems to have. For me, my 11, I agree with you from sort of back to front. I would... I'd still go back, but Yeah. I would. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I know. I'm aware of what it might do to Darwin Nunes. I really hope it doesn't. But I agree, he's a confidence player. I think his confidence took a bad knock last year when he got sent off against Palace. He'd almost started the season really well. Mm. And then he got sent off and it just stepped him back like yeah, miles and did. miles of development. Yeah. So it's a huge shame. But I just, I think for a team that's going to be as well drilled and as well organised as Aston Villa Probably will be. I think is just the answer. I really yeah, do. Yeah. And I think he's so good. I really do. Um, yeah. Anyway, keep letting us know what you all think. Um, LF3 today says, you're all mad if you think Nunes doesn't start. That'd be me then. If you don't realise by now, was he listening? he's a confidence player and you've got to strike while the iron is hot with him, keep playing him while he's confident. Yeah, I, I completely take that point, by the way. I agree on the confidence front, but again, I come back to it. If Jürgen Klopp was... Naming his very best eleven, I don't think Darwin is in it right now. I really don't, and he's also brilliant. Um, score predictions. to oh, be three-one. Three, uh, three, ooh, ooh, dead in there. Any uh, goal scorer? i uh, no, not not not
0: gone that far with it. But yeah, I'd love to see Darwin come on again, and uh, okay. you know whether he starts or comes on. I'd love do a to bit see more. him Just yeah, okay. just consolidate that uh, that two goals from last weekend. Boss, uh,
2: I'm gonna go three-two not keeping a clean sheet it's going to be close but I'd, I'd like to see goals and I'll go for it uh, Diaz is going to get another one uh, Salah will get one and then I'm going to go Sobber's like get his first goal oh nice okay, okay. I like that, that. Sure. Flow yeah, in yeah, no, I like that, that a lot Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll <laughs> go 2-1 and I'll say McAllister gets his first Liverpool goal. I've seen a few of you mentioning Birch in your um, predicted 11s. The endo-stroke Birch have been popped up a couple of times. Let's see what happens. Let's get the lad signed before we start naming him predicted 11s. Eh? Um, how about that? But yeah, it'd be nice to see him if he does indeed sign, even from the bench. Um, thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to like and comment in the chat if you're watching after the fact. Cheers, lads. Massively Thank appreciated. And up the reds. I'll see you next time.